0: Episode 102 of the No Podcast, where no outside food or drink, the Southeast premiere video game podcast. You almost rolled your eyes at this. Are we not this? Is this disputable?
1: No, it somehow popped in my head that um we are officially the sequel to 101, 102.
0: We are. What game can we bring back this week that starts with 102? Is there 102 Dalmatians, like an old Disney, like a PS1 game maybe? Yes. There probably is one, yeah. <laughs> I bet there is. Alright, your remaster of uh, 102 Dalmatians is headed to Kickstarter. Speaking of which, uh, news this week, No podcast successfully conjures up Wonderful 101. Resident Evil Netflix show pops up and disappears. Uh, Officially out of new ideas, Activision looks to the past. You like that one? Outer Worlds on Switch has been delayed, but a physical copy is our consolation prize. Rod Ferguson has left the coalition, heads to hell. All the Kingdom Hearts games are headed to PS4 March 17th. Game Pass is adding Final Fantasy Fifteen and Wolfenstein Youngblood. It already has. Co-founder Dan Houser rides out of Rockstar. That one's good. That one's good as well. Uh, Switch title Damon X Machina is headed to PC, and Platinum 4 teases a new era of Capcom 5. I did the news this week. I, I, I'm looking to you for props. It's I'm, good, yeah. I'm Richard Bergman, joined this week by Cesar a 2nd I'm here. You're here. We could be watching UFC. We were before this. Yeah. The prelims were good. I kind of want to be watching that main title fight. but The last one was, what, 40 seconds? So this, this one would be
1: 30. <laughs> 35. Yep. Yeah, I mean, we wasted so much time. <laughs> Waiting to watch it. Because I think he's not going to kick off till midnight at least. So Usually I thought it was 10 o'clock. No? I don't know. Were man. there two more before that? Because I thought I saw it. it said the, 10 o'clock. The main female card went in. Oh, that Maybe was still in between. Yeah. Okay, we might be able to catch a little bit of it, unless you dip out. Unfortunately, uh, I'm preoccupied tomorrow. This Let's is true. It's
0: true. Anything else been going on, sir? Before we dive into news, same shiz. My, uh, I already know going into games played is gonna be kind of light. We've been doing some packing around here. Did help the the kids play a little bit of gaming though. I might bring that up a little bit.
1: Yeah, you are uh, hoping to relocate. No Fodcast headquarters soon. No Fodcast HQ is going to be at a new location. Mm-hmm.
0: Much to my dismay. Whatever, maybe we have more space and we're not cramped in this corner. But the corner has served us well. they will we get good acoustics. The heat uh, comes railing out of the ceiling straight down yeah. to the microphone.
1: <laughs> and storage uh, plenty for your uh, game collection. That too. That too. Could be worse. Could be moving to an area where less storage. That won't happen. I still have Halo set up.
0: For the most part. like We could get it up and running in about 10 minutes. Halo was fun. Alright, ready to go on the news? I feel, oh like yeah. we're, I feel like we're kind of down right now. You're supposed to lift me up. We talked about this. You're supposed to be picking oh me man. up. I'm yeah. down and out. I'm, just, I'm
1: falling asleep here. Nope, pet me up. Yep. We even had coffee.
0: Uh, wonderful 101. We mentioned this last could, week.
1: And I could literally have coffee and go straight to bed. No, it's no impact. Shit. Straight sugar, that's all I'm drinking, sugar water. We needed the uh, the Coke energies that brought yep. us to life. That'll that that that'll do it. That's what's keeping everything moving. That was awesome. That really put Pep in our step that mm-hmm. night.
0: Uh, so last week was our 101st episode, and in honor of that, we kick-started uh, the wonderful 101. And we're successfully, successfully
1: blocked. <laughs> successfully blocked. From a, a Hideki. Did you uh, pay for the blocked tier? No.
0: Nah. All right, so we mentioned can, it last I can week. I get
1: blocked for free, just add him. Just add him and that's yeah. it. He immediately blocks. I think if you pay for the block tier, he he blocks you and then unblocks you afterwards.
0: After he like acknowledges you, I think it said he would send you something. Yeah. Uh, so we kind of we teased at it last week. It was it was being rumored, and then they actually announced it. What Monday?
1: And then you that and I Monday, were watching
0: yeah. it. We were watching it in real time, basically. I was seeing that uh that price shoot up. Yeah, yeah, was, the numbers just nice. went crazy. Platinum uh, Game, This comes. All of our news tonight actually comes from Gamatsu. So thank you, uh, Sal Romano. Romano. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Platinum Games has launched a Kickstarter campaign to bring a remastered version of the August 2013 released Wii U title, The Wonderful 101, to multiple platforms. God, it's been that long? Shit. It doesn't seem like that long ago. Yeah, oh, I looked. T- I do have an
1: open copy. We could try it out if we wanted yeah, to. Yeah, because remember the Wii U was in between. It was like, what, 2012 yeah. or something like that? Two years before, though? It's when everything else was like starting to run out of gas. Yeah. And then it was one more year, and then we had PS4 and Xbox One. Mm-hmm. They thought that year head start would get them in there, but you know, that didn't turn out what the way they thought it would.
0: Nope. Um at the base funding goal of 50,000, the wonderful 101 remaster will release for Switch, and at 250,000 and 500,000, it will release for PC via Steam and PS4 respectively. It blew past those amounts within what hours? Yeah, it was within 5 or 10 hours Right now they're
1: like I'm looking at it now they're like 7 grand away from doing their new uh they had to add stretch goals to it for the new Lucas first mission stretch goal, which, a is, a, which is a brand new 2D side room adventure. Yeah. So, so it's already it's already the coming car to. Switch. Hit that, right? It's already yeah. coming to PS4. It's coming to Steam. It's coming quick. I think it's April. Uh,
0: this was already in the works. What do you think they put the fifty thousand there for? Because you can't publish a game for fifty thousand
1: dollars. No, we're we're at um we're just paying for DLC at this point. Is that what it was? Yeah, that's all it was and sh-
0: maybe showing nintendo hey you said no we got a bunch of other people that said yes
1: i'm sure there was probably already the switch version was probably done i mean I'm, i imagine that extra money's for just getting it paid to get on steam and maybe maybe a ps4 version just to
0: digital just to get on those other platforms mm-hmm. um it flew past the goals you were backer number three i think you sent me uh yeah not I, bad I you I got in there, there immediately yep you're going to get blocked. Uh, there's only going to be two people in front of you getting blocked. And yeah. Then you're, and then you're in. I'm in I'm in
1: a short line.
0: So did they say the physical one is going to come out at the exact same time as the... Uh, is that April launch of the rest it of it? It is
1: all in April. Cool. Yeah.
0: Platinum Games has said they want to they want to self-fund... Oh, here it is. This is at the end of the article. In a message to supporters, Platinum Games said, It has been a goal of Platinum Games to own and self-publish the IPs we create. With your support, we hope that we can make this dream a reality and bring the wonderful 101 Remaster to a wide variety of platforms and make the Wonderful 101 a part of everyone's gaming history. I know Michael backed it as well, and he spoke on this podcast many times about Wonderful 101. I think I tried the demo and was just kind of wow on it.
1: I don't know. I, don't, I didn't give it a fair shake of mine. I know I own it. I just I don't think I've actually opened it. So. Yeah, you
0: said your copy's sealed. Um, Anything else important to note of this? I know you and I were texting back and forth on on Monday or Tuesday whenever it went up uh, just watching that number just go crazy I was hitting F 5 and every time I did it would jump up like Mm $10,000 it was fun that was cool
1: to watch yeah Yeah. I mean it did way better than I thought it would I thought it was going to do well but I didn't think it was going to do that well that's
0: that's crazy so congratulations to them yeah (laughs) Siri she just read everything we said yeah I'm on Monday or Tuesday whenever it when i just watching oh she's reading it again it didn't work I was trying to read it back to you
1: I was waiting for her to say hey look at us now it was pretty close (laughs) That was pretty cool Who would have thought?
0: Uh, next up, uh, Netflix. This is kind of a non-story. Netflix publishes and then pulls Resident Evil series description. Netflix has published and pulled an official description for its rumored Resident Evil series. The description reads, see if this sounds like your ideal Resident Evil Netflix description. Uh, story that you want to Alright, pitch in. me the idea Let's go Here you go Yeah, The town of Clearfield, Maryland has a Well, no. you don't want to be in Maryland? No What the fuck's wrong with Maryland? I'm to against Clearfield I
1: literally have to be a Baltimore Ravens fan
0: It's almost Claire Redfield together for Clearfield, right? Mm. Are they doing something with that? Mm. I want, I saw you playing Resident Evil Zero earlier I
1: want to hear about your uh, interactions with that one You gotta put that on my list You do
0: uh, the town... Ta- Should I continue or are we done with the story? We're moving on to the next uh, one. what was
1: you have? You lost me with, uh, Maryland, so... The town
0: of Claire Redfield, Maryland, has long stood in the shadow of three seemingly unrelated behemoths. It's
1: like, I'm waiting for it to be... This sounds like, almost like a CW show and it's like next door to Silent Hill. And it's like okay. they're having a... Silent
0: Hill adjacent? Yeah. And they're
1: having like some kind of beef, like the high schools are fighting each other or <laughs> something like that. I, this, that's the vibe you're pitching to me right now. So. Rival...
0: Silent Hill rival... Rival... rival schools what, i'm trying to go with the playstation game it was no, just Rob called rival schools right yeah.
1: yeah or project justice in japan
0: all right here we go seemingly unrelated behemoths the umbrella corporation the decommissioned greenwood asylum in washington dc today 26 years after the discovery of the t-virus secrets held by the three will start to be revealed at the first signs of the outbreak or, like, a uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses spin. I like how they put the Resident Evil 5 graphic on there, like, it's going to sell me.
1: Yeah, what is that?
0: Was that just uh, Sal just grabbing a, a random uh, Resident Evil graphic and putting it on there? Probably.
1: Yeah, so 26 years after Discovery, the T-Virus. So that's like 26 years after Resident Evil Uno. I guess I would.
0: Which took place in 97 or 98 or something like that?
1: Yeah, now that will make, like,. Chris Redfield and all them in their 50s so I guess this would not be about them or if they were they would be like older versions of themselves in there
0: maybe a late cameo maybe I've been doing this for years what lore do they have to stick to 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 do this or can Netflix just make their own spin
1: literally just put the T-Virus in there and they're fine I mean that's what started it all so they just need that that Mm -hmm. theme that element of the
0: story I guess kind of like Castlevania they did their own spin on Castlevania which is really good Mm -hmm. I need to watch the second season I didn't put it in the news, but the third season has a release date of March 5th, so it's coming up.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I haven't watched the second season either. A lot of people were disappointed in it, so I was like... Really? Yeah.
0: I think I heard that and was kind of turned off, because I said that first season was so fucking good. Well, I mean, just that came manathonda. out of nowhere, we thought it was yeah. going to suck. That's why. <laughs> like most uh, video game-related media mm-hmm. properties, we thought it was going to suck. It's getting better, right? Castlevania is really good. The Witcher's fucking phenomenal. Did you did you knock out The Witcher yet? I think no, I saw you watch two episodes or yeah. something. Yeah, it starts picking up steam at the second or third episode, so I say stick with it.
1: No, my my issues. Is I'm back on my bullshit. And I, I'm constantly watching um, Fairy Tale right now. The free time's just anime. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I got 350 episodes of that. I'm trying to get before they luckily push that game back, so I'm not sitting there watching 10 episodes a day now. I'm down down to five.
0: So. Um. A friend of the show, Bridget, was telling me about Seven Deadly Sins. Have you watched that on Netflix? A it's little like a bit. Netflix
1: exclusive. I have the game as well.
0: What are your thoughts? Um, it's pretty
1: good. Yeah, yeah, a little bit of us song.
0: Is that Netflix developed? Like legit? No, and that's where the game came from. I think the publishing rights. Yeah. Cover?
1: Yeah.
0: Cool. Uh, all right, so we'll see what uh, when Netflix actually wants to announce this Resident Evil project and see what it is. Never.
1: <laughs> We're waiting with bated breath. Yeah, after eight eight movies with Mila Jovovich, how many of those? I think I've only seen the first one, and I just first one was the, probably the best one because that was the wasn't most horrorestic. one. No yeah. God, you watch the other ones; it makes the first one a, a classic. They just get crazy with it. Well, I mean that the first one seemed more true to the the horror element of the story and they just went more like Resident Evil 5 on the rest of them like action, action. fest like pounding yeah, boulders yeah, yeah. and all that just her killing zombies all day you know
0: how did uh how was the CG one like with Leon what, I think the CG ones right are actually after, very damn good it came after yeah. like Resident Evil 4 and all that right They're pretty, That's pretty very solid mhm um activision confirms new call of duty for q4 2020 cuz we were wondering if there was going to be call of duty who was curious about that nobody i don't know
1: yeah, hopefully we'll get that fucking Modern Warfare 2 one they yep. were sitting on for like 20 years. That's
0: what they mentioned. Several remastered and reimagined titles in development. Could it be Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 remastered? Remastered. So, basically... <laughs> remastered. Uh, it was basically a conference call summarized by Daniel Amad on Twitter and published by Sal Romano on Gamatsu. Um, Activision, a new Call of Duty title will be released and several, basically what I read of the damn title mm-hmm. uh, from Blizzard Entertainment, Diablo Immortal will enter alpha testing in mid-2020 so that's an update on that we haven't had in a while
1: yep, World of Warcraft which I guess could you could just lean into your other story about the Diablo Immortal too it's close it's two
0: stories away, we could do that one next uh, Diablo Immortal will enter alpha testing blah blah blah, World of Warcraft Classic will receive new content How do you update that? Do you backdate the updates that came out for it? I don't know.
1: I mean, you saw the anti-luck they have with uh, Warcraft 3. Holy shit. We didn't talk about that story either. It's like the
0: lowest reviewed Metacritic user score. I mean, we don't go on that anyways, but people are bombing the shit out of
1: it. Yeah, it's like you... I don't know what they did with it. It's like they, they made the core game worse instead right. of making a remaster, yeah. Like they
0: make you if you have the original you have to download this new mm-hmm. client or something and it doesn't actually it sounds awful. They're giving refunds to everybody basically. Shit the bed on this one. Uh, and King I forget they own them. King will invest in new titles for 2020.
1: One of those was what the Crash Bandicoot Runner? That, that leaked was, out. That is yeah. the rumor. A Crash uh, look like Jungle Run
0: or something mm-hmm. like that from back in the day. I actually played a fair bit of Jungle Run on my iPod Touch.
1: I did... That date's Jungle Run. I did win way back in the day, yeah, too. Didn't
0: they do a Tomb Raider crossover at one point?
1: Like, it was a licensed... I, who knows, man. At some point, that's when cell phone games were like, we're just gonna... Skin and copy, skin and copy. Yep. Flick.
0: Jump. Cross. The monkeys were chasing you the whole time. I like Jungle Run. Ah, so you were most looking forward to the Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 remastered? the potential of that coming out?
1: um uh, i mean well, let's say what we got from activision so i mean i imagine they'll pull through and start pulling the other spyro and crash games though
0: so those remasters were huge hits
1: yeah i mean outside of that what do you have left you have uh if they want to do the party based one they can do the crash bash one
0: you have spyro team racing
1: yep <laughs> yep which would be cool i guess I don't know. um they I mean, fleshed out enough crash characters you got the PS2 stuff. Uh, yep. I mean, I'm trying to think of what
0: else in Activision. That That's one of the categories. ones my kids were playing today, and that it seemed, I guess maybe, because I saw the release date was 2002. Maybe it just came out too quickly after the other Spyro games, but it looked like a competent Spyro title. They were playing uh, Enter the Dragonfly. I can't fucking think of
1: anything Activision's done in the past that I kind of want. Outside of those, right? Surprises. What's in their catalog? I think that'd be that'd be more of a... That's my question. It's, it's not like it's not like fucking EA where EA's is like Mass Effect, right. Dead Space. It's not not shit glaring at me like. Where they're just sitting on these franchises. original Mirror's Edge, the good Mirror's Edge. You know, right? Like there's nothing in there like glaring at me. I'm trying to think of something Activision outside. I mean, I I got the Crash games that I want. I got the Spar games that I want. I I'm, I could live without the PS2 era ones because some of those are hit and miss. So
0: Wrath of Cortex is pretty good. Yeah. Um, would you would you want a call of duty collection that's maybe like a world war ii collection maybe um finest hour or the pc version of call of duty which i think is which one is on xbox 360 is backwards compatible was that the pc one or was that no, not Xbox One backwards compatible. There was a 360 title. I actually think it is playable on Xbox One. It was Call of Duty, but I can't remember if it was the PC Call of Duty or it's Finest Hour. Classic. The console. It's Call of Duty Classic. Mm-hmm. But what version was that? Do you remember?
1: The original PC one. It, so it is that mm-hmm. one.
0: So maybe a Call of Duty collection where you get a World War II collection where you get Call of Duty, you get Call of Duty 2, you get Big Red 1, you get Call of Duty 3, World at War.
1: None of those do anything for me. The only one I would care about is Black Ops 1.
0: Maybe you get a Black Ops collection. Maybe that's what I they don't even care to. about
1: the other Black Ops games. I just want one.
0: That's Basically. your favorite numbers. You like
1: that campaign? These men must die. Mm-hmm. The campaign doesn't. Oh, play. I still think about that campaign. Damn. Yeah, I never played that one. There's one where you're going down the river in uh, Vietnam and it's playing uh, Rolling Stone music.
0: That would be memorable. It's I,
1: <laughs> very, very memorable. All right, we'll have to
0: see what they're gonna say about the Activision games. Let's go to the Gears of War story. You want to do that one?
1: Sure. Rod Ferguson. Uh, Rod Ferguson War. is leaving the coalition. It's crazy. Um, he seems to be joining his uh, brother in arms going to uh, Blizzard. It's uh, going to head up, uh, finishing up the Diablo development. So, Do
0: you think Mike Yabara going over there had anything to do with.
1: <laughs> I would imagine. I mean, I imagine he poached him. He's like, yeah, yeah he, he probably thought of, him, like, I know he can. If anybody could turn this game around, it'd be this guy.
0: I just see him, I see every day Mike is just sending him cafeteria pictures, like, mm-hmm. look at the great food we have, come over here. Free Chick-fil-A. There you go, yeah. whatever it takes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Rod Ferguson, who has headed up Gears of War studio, The Coalition, he left briefly. Didn't he leave after Gears of War 3 and then, like, come right back?
1: Yeah, he he's kind of bounced around before, because yeah. he was at Epic, and then he was at Microsoft, then That's went it. to Epic, and then... um. I think after the whole trip in Epic before we went back to Microsoft, he was somewhere in between. I can't remember what it was.
0: He says, I began working on Gears of War over 15 years ago, and since then it has been the joy of my life, Ferguson said in a tweet. But now it's time for a new adventure. I leave Gears in the great hands of the Coalition. I can't wait for everyone to play Gears Tactics on April 28th. He joins Mike Ybarra and Shu. I forgot Dan Shu from uh, EGM.
1: Yep. Is at uh, Blizzard as well. Yeah. So they're trying to turn uh, Blizzard around. I guess that... uh. The ecosystem kind of changed up a lot after Activision gobbled him up. So He's the head of the Diablo
0: franchise. Mm-hmm. He will be overseeing the Diablo franchise. He's yep. not just a bit player. No, that's yeah. huge.
1: No, not just the console one, also the mobile phone, everything. Yep. So we'll probably see him at E3 when uh, Activision Blizzard does their show. That'd be cool.
0: Yeah. He's a good. I like Rod Ferguson. I mean, I like Gears. Gears Five was my game of the year last year, but. I'm always a fan of what he brings to the table, and uh, he's one of those. He's one of those names.
1: Yeah, I think he said um, he was leaving Canada. I remember him mentioning that in the tweet because he has to go to uh, wherever Activision's at for him. Where at. is Activision Blizzard? Where is the Diablo team? I think it's. You see the California or Michigan or Minnesota? I can't remember. There's two different campuses. Uh, if I remember correctly. Like Somewhere cold. <laughs> yeah.
0: Unless it's California. All right. Uh, the Outer Worlds for Switch has been delayed to an unannounced release date due to the coronavirus impacting the port team
1: I'm, I'm proud of you sir you didn't make the fucking beer joke so uh, there, are at no, work.
0: there are no beer jokes this is like killing people so i feel bad about
1: i just every time it's like what No, i'm not i'm not gonna it's everybody at work it's the same fucking thing i'm like oh god yeah it's, it's, ki- it's killing people um i did not know it was
0: virtuos that's doing the port they did uh final fantasy 10 i mm-hmm. believe final fantasy 12 batman games they did the batman games yeah so we know they're a chinese studio uh, the flip side of that is that there will be a physical cartridge uh, released. Well, there's enough of, people uh, bitching
1: about it? Yeah, you know, I guess they figured since they the delay, mm-hmm. they go. I, I guess it wasn't going to be a cartridge because they wanted to meet that deadline and make that game out there. But since they got to delay it now, uh, a mixed blessing is put out there. It's not a, yeah. a good thing, but it, you know, luckily they uh, they did come back in combat and say that none of that people from the studios are affected. They're just doing it as a precautionary thing, yeah. so which is good.
0: Um, publisher private division said on twitter we're delaying the outer worlds of nintendo switch due to the coronavirus impacting the Virtual's team working on the port to provide them enough time to finish development we'll now be releasing the physical version on cartridge once we have a new launch date we'll let you know
1: yeah that's a good thing yeah i imagine it'll probably come out late summer maybe because i think they already what delayed the animal crossing switch in japan
0: due to production
1: yeah Uh, I think they said the delay will not affect Europe and America, but just Japan, so I guess they're going to make sure those units get out over here. Right. Uh,
0: That's uh, a good summertime game. I enjoyed what I played at Outer Worlds on Game Pass. I was glued to it for afternoon. mm
1: -hmm.
0: Good title. We wish the best for everyone who's near the coronavirus. Uh, Kingdom Hearts All-in-One Package Physical Edition coming to PS4 on March 17th in North
1: America. That cover art is nice. I do like it. It's got all
0: the main artwork and posters for each title.
1: I'm sitting here like, damn, how many copies of this game am I going to buy? You're getting this one, aren't you? Uh,
0: When it hits 20, I will. (laughs) Um, Gamatsu notes that it includes 10 gameplay experiences for $49.99. That's a good price. Yep. You get... Oh, God, are we
1: going to run down this? No, it's not. I'm (laughs) sure there's so many... We we gone over this so many times. People know all that's happening now. Everybody is that they're adding Kingdom Hearts three to the previous package. That it's all all what was the, all the story or, story is, so far story so far.
0: It does not come with the Remind DLC for Kingdom Hearts three, which I Kingdom don't think DLC. would
1: matter because it'd probably just be a code in there. You know, I mean, if it was on disc, then maybe is all of this on disc already? Yeah, I mean, it's just a repackage. All all they're doing is taking the disc from the previous one and repackaging. That's it,
0: and throw Kingdom Hearts three in there. I'm sorry
1: on disc. You're just throwing in a new. Package. I think it's
0: uh. I think I looked at. I saw somewhere. It's not in the Skimatsu article. There it is. Yeah. It's the it's the dual pack. Like you can see where two discs go in there. Kind of mm-hmm. like the Spyro Crash bundle. Damn that cover art does look damn good. I've got a poster with that on it. That Square SquareSoft shipped to some store that mm-hmm. I visited at the time. If you ever want one of those or put it up somewhere, I got a bunch of them. All right, so if you have not uh, played any Kingdom Hearts and are looking for an all-in-one package, uh, that will be March seventeenth. Next up, Game Pass.
1: The whole reason why they pushed back Final Fantasy Seven Remake was for that.
0: Was <laughs> for the all-in-one package. Yeah. It's like they're too close. Push back
1: Seven. Make
0: way. We can only have one Nomura-designed uh, mm. game in this in this month. Yeah. yeah. Alright, Xbox Game Pass is adding Final Fantasy XV and Wolfenstein Youngblood. Two good titles. Yep. You and I played a little bit of Youngblood and liked what we played. And they supposedly improved it since then.
1: We need to jump back on there when we we'll get a chance. I want to.
0: Uh, Final Fantasy XV, there's a little synopsis that went up February 6th. And then February 13th is Death Squared. Which I think we got as a Games with Gold title at some point. Sounds very familiar. That mm-hmm. or might have
1: been in PlayStation Plus 1. Could've got it somewhere.
0: Could have been. Wolfenstein and Final Fantasy 15 I think make both sure of you those has, were for PC
1: as well make sure you have the hard drive space for 15 was 135 gigs
0: yeah it's the Royale edition yeah. I did see that I think I'm downloading it I didn't add it down there I think I added it up here just to see what it looks like I, I might fire it up and try
1: it out and see what hey, it's, it's like it's a complete thing Yeah, you've been talking about trying to go through there and you have to really buy it so. I gotta
0: watch a fucking movie first I gotta watch uh, Kingsclade, Kingsclade yeah. which is on Crackle f- for some reason I thought Crackle was done
1: no it's uh, well Sony sold it off to another company because the- uh, Jerry Seinfeld killed it but. By- <laughs> yeah, we'll send it to Netflix. It's, I know it's uh, comedians and <laughs> with coffee and cars. He
0: single-handedly killed Crackle.
1: Yeah, I think the so, part of whoever they sold it to, that Sony library is still being streamed on there. So okay, I think at that point Sony decided they don't want to manage their own uh, distribution system like everybody else. They just want to kind of like how Paramount's doing. Is just find other people license it into. I guess it's what they prefer to make their money. That off. works
0: until those get to be too lucrative, and then they come full circle and come right back around.
1: Yeah. And you just have a Sony channel that has games and I, movies and I get the, music. I get the indication that Sony would just rather just be bought out by somebody. So, Really? Mm, movie studio wise, yeah. Get rid of it? Get rid of the Spider-Man? Um, the Spider-Man I mean, Man Spider-Man font. would not be part of the cell. That's what Disney's waiting on. If the <laughs> cell ever went through, the rights would revert back to Disney. And they get the Spider-Man
0: font. <laughs> mm-hmm. We have to see the Spider-Man font pop up in something else. They
1: had their opportunity with PS5, but they were about to lose it. So,
0: yeah. uh, Bring back um, Toby Maguire and the font at the same time.
1: I am excited about uh, Sam Raimi directing uh, Doctor Strange 2. I saw that. I think it would be perfect for it. that campy horror type thing. So I think that's what they're going for. I like Scott Derrickson. He was originally a horror director, but I think uh, they parted ways with him because I think he wanted to go too dark. And they could never agree upon it. So. Right. But I think Sam Raimi would be a perfect fit because he's always done kind of campy horror. It wouldn't be too out there.
0: Well, let's just get uh, let's get Evil Dead and Spider-Man One and Two. Sam Raimi and not Spider-Man Three. Sam Raimi.
1: Oh. I think that's what they're going for: is Evil Dead plus Spider-Man Two. God, that
0: was a bad movie. Big letdown.
1: Yeah, it happens. Trilogies are hard.
0: They are. It's hard to land it and bring it home. Uh, Rockstar Games co-founder Dan Houser departs. That was fucking huge. He's leaving on March 11th.
1: That was crazy. That's like the core of a lot of the story writing in those games. It's like that's crazy. I guess Sam, Sam Hauser still going to be there? So they're
0: brothers, right? Yeah. So the way I heard it put on on other, you know, media platforms that know these guys and have had interviews with them over the years. It's almost like a Wozniak and Jobs type situation. Mm-hmm. Like Sam Hauser does the um, The technical side of it and stuff like that and dan hauser is more of the writer and the character you know brings the characters to life that kind of thing so he's your main brains behind your gta 3 5 red dead Mm -hmm. behind those characters uh after an extended break beginning in the spring of 2019 dan hauser vice president creative at rockstar games will be leaving the company take two said in a u.s securities and exchange commission filing his last day will be march 11th we're grateful for his contributions that's, that cracks me up when it's a uh, co-founder. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay.
1: It's kind of like how they did with Sean Layden, remember? Like, grateful for, her for all the 30 years he spent here. Yeah. Thanks
0: for getting us off the ground. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Back on Spider-Man, I'm just thinking about uh, when they vote... Uh, what's his name's character? Out of Oscorp. What? I founded this company, <laughs> Ghost Furious. Remember, they're expecting his resignation before the Millennium Party or yeah, whatever it is. Norman Osborne. Norman Osborne.
1: William <laughs> Dafoe. Yep.
0: He's given his presentation. He's like, stocks have never been higher. He's super excited. Yeah. And they just deflate him. What? Take his company from him. Uh, Rockstar Games has built some of the most critically acclaimed and commercially successful game worlds. A global community of passionate fans and an incredibly talented team which remains focused on current and future projects. Most likely just supporting uh, GTA 5 Online.
1: <laughs> yep, and Red Dead. I think Moonshiners is the big thing on there, Red Dead Online. As a like a job or a role? Uh, some kind of story bit. they got story bits that go on in their online things. Do you think Red Dead Online
0: is going to take off like GTA 5 Online did?
1: I'm doubtful. No. Yeah, it seems like a whole different flavor. That thing still has legs.
0: It was pointed out, uh, we've not gotten a GTA this generation, a brand new one.
1: Nope. I'm sure they're working on six
0: for the next one so seven years no new GTA They need to I mean we got Red Dead 2 do those old old ones still hold up I mean we can you
1: and I can play old games no issue no I think uh, the way they evolved storytelling wise and gameplay wise Yeah, it's a lot more enjoyable now I did
0: play was it about a year ago I was playing uh, Liberty City Stories Mm -hmm. and having a good time with that so might still be good to go back to I kind of missed that cartoony style before they went in the full, like satire. And I mean, it was always always been a parody of sorts, but you know, when it had that cartoon aesthetic and it just way over the top characters. Yeah, before they went to GTA Four, where they more, four and five where they're like four was more realism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, we wish uh, Dan Houser the best in all of his uh, future endeavors. Yeah, I'd sp- say where he's going.
1: I saw the speculation on. I don't know if he's going anywhere because I would imagine that the way he built up those games. I mean, if he wanted to do something else, I imagine. 2K came to him with a blank check and like alright what do you need yeah. to stay if they heard he was going somewhere else right. I, I can only imagine he might be just retiring you know what I mean just ride out I would be super surprised if he went to another company I unless he's like I'm gonna strike gold again and do it again and do another rock star so
0: this w- what would make somebody do that? Would you have
1: that drive to separate from your brother that you've built I, this one empire I, with? I, it seemed, I get the indication he's going to retire. Retirement. Yeah, because I imagine they would have gave him a blank check and paid him whatever he wanted. To yeah, stay. What do you want to make?
0: Uh, Kojima style. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because, I, mean, I mean, he's the heart of that rock star. I'm not, I don't know who, I imagine they got other, I don't want to discount the other people in that company, but I, I don't know. I, that, whoever's working behind the scenes, I don't know who would step up and fill that role. I'm sure there's somebody, but... He's. Uh, I'm assuming they've groomed a, a yeah. successor. At I'm sure point. he. I'm sure he's, mentored somebody. You know what I mean. Vice president I mean, creative at Kevin Feige is the same way. He's got some people in his that he's been mentoring, right. and he's been giving them more responsibility in the Marvel side. So, see, we'll see what happens. Prior retirement, he built GTA. He built Red Dead,
0: successful energy drink company. <laughs> he did that was not featured in Death Stranding, or. Star Wars Fallen Jedi. Or the center of the octagon of uh, UFC fight we were watching. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> uh, we drove that one into the ground.
0: Uh, Damon X. Machinez coming to PC. This was kind of surprising.
1: No, it wasn't at all. Because that was always no? a marvelous game. That was just uh, handled by Nintendo for their console, but it was developed by Marvelous.
0: They so. never put anything behind it they got featured in a couple directs and they did the two demos but there was never any like yeah. tv specials or or
1: anything like that that didn't surprise me i think the one that surprised me the most was uh octopath coming to pc that was i, I didn't see that it's pretty big yeah this one
0: yeah. Damon x machina which first launched for switch in september 2019 Okay, I thought it'd been out for like at least a year. Nope,
1: I think they wow. only had it six months
0: exclusive, yeah. Okay, it's coming to PC via Steam on February 13th. Publisher Exceed mm-hmm. Games announced. You can pre-purchase for a 20% discount and it will be reduced to a 10% discount during launch week. All copies purchased during the pre-purchase period or during the first month will include exclusive bonuses. And the PC version will add visual upgrades, customization options, and support for gamepads as well as keyboard and mouse so it sounds like you're getting the full you're not getting a gimp port or anything
1: no nah. no i mean remember this is from the armor uh, um, core developer so mm-hmm. I, this is what he was aiming for probably this whole time was getting on a pc yeah switch just
0: kind of got the word out there and got that you know rode the direct wave and
1: yeah it, it didn't sell as well as the other nintendo published ones at that time so but that was that was more niche than anything else so we
0: haven't mentioned on any of those npd things have mm-hmm. we I mean, or best of the year or anything
1: like that. Even Armor Core is very niche in and yeah. of itself.
0: yeah. Uh, and our last story bit. Uh, probably could have put this behind the Wonderful 101 thing, but... yeah, it is what it is. It is what it is. Platinum Games has launched the teaser uh, website titled Platinum 4. The information text on the website reads, Platinum 4 site is now open. Um, and they filled in one of the four spots with the Wonderful 101. And 2, 3, and 4 all say coming soon.
1: Yeah, I imagine I guess they'll get the wonderful one one out first and then announce the second one and just go sequential and build up uh Some hype. Yeah, that's the word I'm looking for hype.
0: So I related this to the Capcom five earlier in the earlier in the show.
1: Mm-hmm. They had something called the Platinum Three before that, so Did they really? Mm-hmm. What did
0: that uh, entail? What did that turn into?
1: It was a uh, Bayonetta, uh Infinite Space and don't
0: what is infinite space
1: it's a rpg on the nintendo ds was it, it good it was their yeah it was pretty damn good it's their first three games that came out after the clover studio was closed okay they call it the planet 3s. when they first uh formed they all all the ips belong to sega they never retained any of them it might have been mad world
0: oh i heard mad world's pretty good i've got a copy for the wii that's the all black and white one right yeah uh, I looked up Platinum Three, and that is vague enough to not give me the right results. I was curious what those games were. Uh, what do you think we'll get out of it? What do you think our four are?
1: I don't know. A lot of people were already trying to hype it up and getting ready to set themselves for disappointment. So.
0: <laughs> what is their speculation? What is their uh, their hopes and dreams that are going
1: to be dashed? A lot of it is near near four. Near would be a good pick. Dragon Guard four.
0: You know that rumor's been bumping around of the near port of the first one.
1: That is also good. I'd like to
0: get... Um, wasn't the 360 and PS3 versions of that slightly different? I'd like to get both versions of that on one disc and not have to, not have, to have two copies of it, you know? Cesar is eagerly researching the Platinum 3. I think.
1: Uh, that's what I'm working on. Um... I don't remember where we saw that, but somebody was talking about the Platinum Three games. Could we get an
0: Okami sequel, or is that a
1: it's a Capcom one?
0: Still, still in. The sounds Capcom's like whatever. Tent.
1: Sounds like whatever they're trying to do here is they're trying to do on their own because they've made uh, relevations about trying to re uh, reacquire the Bayonetta license, or so they can self-publish that. And gotcha. A lot of that seems like they're away from doing collaborations. So
0: they're getting into the self-publishing, and they they just got that infusion from Tencent as well.
1: Yeah. So which I'd imagine they're probably gonna want to try to make that money back so they can repurchase that. So
0: think it'll be something mobile? Mobile title?
1: I don't know. I don't think yeah, I don't know.
0: Time will tell on the platinum four.
1: Yeah, I mean, I imagine whatever it is is going to be what they want to do themselves versus uh, doing a collaboration. So I don't see it being any near games or anything like that. I, I imagine it's something they want to do internally. Do you think they'll go back to Kickstarter with this success that they, they, they that they just had? A little, a little. Probably not, because I think that uh I think they only they got a lot of shit because they had all that funding for 10 cent because everyone's like, what's that money for if you're sending going to Kickstarter? Um, I think they just went to Kickstarter because they um a lot of that shit they got from Nintendo and I wanted to publish uh Wonderful 101 because they didn't think it was, you know, the fan base wasn't there. Yeah. So, I think it was like, uh, I think they had to do it, so they could yep. kind of prove it.
0: According to that Kickstarter um, page, it's almost like Nintendo was like, hell no, we don't want anything attached to Wonderfall One." It's kind of interesting.
1: Yeah. And because then- it
0: didn't, I mean, we've talked about its sales flop or whatever, but apparently it was not that bad of a, that Daniel Ahmad guy on Twitter, he said it didn't sell as bad as people make it out to be. Yeah. So it, it did eventually have legs, I guess, or or make it somewhere, some some it's, territory like that.
1: Well, we got to remember that IP's kind of mixed with Nintendo. I'm not sure what they're going to do with the Nintendo aspects of the game in there for when it comes to the PC and PS4. They leave that alone untouched, but there were some Nintendo references. Uh, yeah, but um, and I can't speak from person because I have not played the game, but from what I've read, yeah, but um, I I think I don't know. I mean, because I I think it's just something where some of that stuff's tied up with Nintendo. IP related wise and they just they just weren't interested and I guess it's not in their plans in their cards right maybe Nintendo's being more selective about what they're actually bringing over from the Wii U since they only got so many of those games left they didn't want to sit there and milk it and ruin the other stuff you know what I mean I would think it would be almost wide open at this point well I mean they were open to them doing it themselves but I guess that's why they had to get the fun to do it themselves so is
0: Vanquish one of the three? Uh, is that one of the Platinum
1: 3? It no it's uh
0: it's A year after this is from Wikipedia, a year after the studio was found, a video game publisher Sega announced that it would be publishing four unique properties developed by the company, Mad World, Mm -hmm. Infinite Space, Bayonetta, and Vanquish. Their partnership later extended to include the Anarchy Reigns. Which was like
1: a weird pseudo thing with Mad World, that
0: main character was in there. I misread that. It's just Anarchy Reigns. Most of these games were met with positive reception over the years. Platinum Games had developed an expertise in action games, and one of their key philosophies was that the team would not follow conventional game design concepts. They did Astral Chain. I don't know how I did not realize that. Mm -hmm. I just got in, um, I haven't played it yet, Chaos Legion for PS2. I was reading something about Astral Chain. I didn't want to pay $45 for a game I'm going to play for 10 minutes. So I got a copy of Chaos Legion for PS2. They said it was very similar, like you call in the, almost like the, I can't remember what they're called in Astral Chain, but the the creatures that would help you, like the summons or whatever. Mm -hmm. Did you play any more of that?
1: Uh, A couple of hours. I don't know. there was a demo? So many, uh, so many games came out last year. So I don't know. There's so much coming out. It's been crazy recently.
0: Uh, I'm trying to see if there's any of the news about that Platinum Three. They are tied up in the and the history of the one, uh, Wonderful One Hundred One. The game was originally planned for the Wii and was set to feature classic Nintendo characters. However, as the team found it was difficult to use these characters creatively, the game was put on hold temporarily. As development was restarted later, with 50 original characters being featured in the final game. Nintendo also provided feedback during the game's development, hoping it would reach a larger audience. The game received critical acclaim. It was considered one of the best games in the Wii U library and was voted one of the community community's Nintendo favorites. However, the game underperformed in Japan and was outsold by Pikmin 3, which had already been released. Uh, VG247 attributed the game's failure to the low sales of the Wii U. I guess anybody could make that assumption. It didn't mm-hmm. have to be VG247. Uh, Hashimoto focused on refining the original's combat and extending the gameplay's replay value. This is in reference to Bayonetta 2, I'm sorry. Oh, their first licensed title is Legend of Korra, 2014.
1: Yeah, that's from their B-Team. Published BT, by Activision. Because then they did uh, Transformers and Teenage Mutant and Turtles also. TMNT
0: Mutants in Manhattan. Uh, they wanted to work on Star Fox. They did work on Star Fox Guard. Yeah. They are pretty. They are pretty deep tied in uh, Nintendo. But then they they were working on Scalebound too. Platinum's interesting, man. This is a this is an interesting studio to to keep track of.
1: Yeah, because I mean, they were always happy to take over other people's uh, projects or, yeah. or or work with somebody where they don't entirely own the IP. Yeah. But it seems like that's why they're going to self funding because they want to take the next step and not be that um, kind of be like the next like Square or we Tecmo or you know evolve into the next company where they right. internal teams develop and they publish themselves so right that way they're not answering to anybody else so
0: almost like there's not one coming to mind right now but there's studios that'll do like uh, they'll do the multiplayer maps for Call of Duty and then they'll get their own they'll get their own title after that mm-hmm. um, Gearbox started off that way making Halo maps mm-hmm. and then getting their own properties and doing that kind of stuff Astral Chain near, they also did they did Nier Automata Got that. Well, we talked about the other year, mm-hmm. but that was a Sega title, right?
1: No. It's, it's not square. a Sega title?
0: Square. Square Enix. Scalebound was canceled. Long live Scalebound. All right, sir, you want to go into games played? Are we at that point? 40 minutes in.
1: Oh, yeah. Let's knock it out. As
0: I mentioned in our preamble, haven't played that many titles. Helped uh, help my two young ones um, navigate some titles they wanted to play. We popped in Mario Brothers and Duck Hunt, which is a staple. We played zero Mario Brothers. We played uh, about 20 rounds of Duck Hunt. With varying varying success. They almost, uh, because you know, one will shoot with the gun and the other one is control of the duck with the controller. Mm -hmm. They like to psych each other out at this point. So the person, the child who has the controller will angle themselves to the side. Like, maybe they're going to play with the controller. Like, maybe move the duck around or not to get the other one angry. And then they swap places and do the same thing to Mm -hmm. each other. it's quite entertaining. Duck hunt has turned into a uh, combative sport of sorts.
1: Of uh, the battle of the minds versus uh, gameplay. Yep. Um,
0: They are, uh, of course, young ones. And they are drawn to licensed properties and cartoonish looking Mm -hmm. games. So the PS2 came in handy for this. We played some Crash... I mentioned it earlier, Crash Bandicoot, Wrath of Cortex. We played two levels of that, I think, before boredom ensued. Um, it's still a difficult game, even the first couple levels. Uh, we then popped in Shrek the Third, licensed title. was not too bad. It was a brawler. It looked really good on PS2. Uh, the other child would then chose Spyro, Enter the Dragonfly, which looked like a PS2 Spyro game. It did yeah. look bad. They put probably 30 minutes to an hour in each one. So they were just popping in between franchises. Uh, the other game we played, well, I need to jot this one down. It's SpongeBob. Fill this gap, sir. I need you
1: to uh, fill up this dead air. It's not the rehydrated? Nope. It's not the one that's coming out. It's the one they should have played so we can see how the game is.
0: I don't think I have that one. That's Battle for Bikini something? Bikini Bottom, maybe? Yep. I don't know. There's a bunch of Spongebob games for
1: PS2. That's what I'm saying. I don't know how much uh, dead air you want me to save you on because you've been for a while. You got me there.
0: Nope, this isn't it. That's the Battle for Bikini Bottom. I thought it was that cover. All right, the one they played is... Still not listed. Yep. This is not going well.
1: Nope. This is uh, going very badly. (laughs) It's
0: It's called Atlanticus something. I can't remember the name of it. Oh, God. I'm struggling here. I do have that one, and they didn't play that one. Lights, camera, something. This is not featured anywhere. Do I have like the rarest Spongebob game ever made? There it is. Atlantis Square Pantis.
1: How can you published- not remember that name?
0: I, I got close. It's published by THQ. So there was no platforming in this, which I thought all the Spongebob games were platformers. God damn, look how many there are Revenge of the Flying Dutchman. I need to look and see how many actual Spongebob games there are for PS2. Um, she was playing as a tank like she was one of the Sponge- I, I'm not caught up on Sponge- Spongebob lore she was playing as a tank and it almost played like the uh, early 90's PC game Spectre do you remember Spectre? you would like mm-hmm. drop onto this uh, island or whatever and have to shoot the red enemy things from across the map yep. and stuff it played a little like that but you know yeah, obviously yeah make it the
1: Blue Circle and all that yeah. yep
0: uh, but it was easier and way more colorful. I put it on easy, it was super forgiving. The other tanks could hit her nonstop and she was fine. She just kept moving through. But it, it was kinda teaching her the, the mode of you know, the twin sticks and fire and that kind of thing and it was a good looking game. I was kinda surprised. I was like, This isn't bad. This yeah. looks like, all right. Uh did we pop in anything else? I think that's the I think that's it for us. Mostly uh packing games and watching my kids play PS two license properties including spongebob atlantis square Pantus. it's like oh, nope there's a title is there a
1: title in front of it
0: no it's just spongebob's atlantis square for like, the playstation 2
1: you're just reliving your early 2000s again. You know <laughs>
0: i remember having to put these all in it look i'm just scrolling it's just non-stop brand new spongebob games mm-hmm. that we haven't seen yet I just remember putting them in order at uh in retail, having to line up all the damn Spongebob games. I, they were probably big sellers. Didn't they come out with uh, full episodes on GBA? Couldn't you get the whole Spongebob cartoon on a GBA cartoon? Yeah, that was part of
1: that whole thing where they had the Pokemon episodes. They and, did. And um, Spongebob. and there was a couple pretty other much things. Any, pretty much anything Nickelodeon-based. GBA video, I think it was. was right? Do you have any of those? No. I just remember I didn't some. have any fucking UMD movies at all, so on top of that. You got no UMDs? Nah. You just burned your
0: own to the memory card, right? Yeah. Game Boy Advance Video is a format for putting full-color, full-motion videos onto G- GBA ROM cartridges. All Nintendo and Majesco. They were manufactured by Majesco, except for the Pokemon Game Boy Advance cartridges, which were published by Nintendo, of course. The cartridges themselves were developed by 4Kids Entertainment. I'm trying to see what titles there were. There's movie packs. Shrek, Shrek 2, Shark Tale. um, The Adventures of Jimmy Neutron. All Grown Up. Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Johnny Bravo. Courage the Cowardly Dog. Dexter's Laboratory. Lilo and Stitch. Kim Possible. There were a bunch of these. Mm Mm-hmm. Pokemon. The Proud Family. Which we watched a marathon of earlier in the week. Sonic X. Lots of SpongeBob. Yeah. Super Monkey. Super Robot Monkey Team Hyperforce Go. What the fuck is that?
1: I okay, think that was uh, a spinoff of uh, Dexter's Laboratory. And Yu Gi Oh!
0: The following Game Boy Advance video titles were planned but never saw a public release Sonic X Volume 2, Missile Wrist Rampage, and Chaos Emerald Chaos. There you go. <laughs> Chaos Emerald Chaos. You gotta, you
1: gotta find that uh, hidden cartridge somewhere. That
0: ROM somewhere? Mm-hmm. Somebody has it.
1: It's on eBay for millions of dollars.
0: All right, sir. What did you play this week? I know you got some more interesting titles. We tried yeah, to play man. PSO Online together. PSO oh, Two man. Online. That was
1: annoying. That's did that. you ever get on? No, I got on to create my character, uh, and I got the guy who kept calling me mate, and it's all right. Let's load up to the mission, and then I just uh, traveled the sliders wormhole, and yep. the um, chrono trigger. That just reminds me of sliders slide. Um And then I, I would just fall out of it as the server disconnected me. He said, yep. you've been disconnected from the server. I was like, all right, cool.
0: All I ever saw was authenticating ID or mm-hmm. something like that, just spinning over and over. I have seen people put up clips today of playing it, so I guess that's up.
1: I, would, I think they probably got it up and running by then, but at yeah. this point I'm like, I'll wait to the full release. I don't we were know.
0: trying last night. Yeah. It's my, over what? It'll be over by the time this episode goes up.
1: My patience level is, mm, I don't know. Yeah, I'm with you. We were talking about this. We don't want to come right. home and troubleshoot All shit. Right.
0: <laughs> I just wanted to work.
1: Yeah, fuck that. I mean, outside of that, I I didn't play much this week. I, I sat there and fucking finished my uh, uh, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. I saw your there. platinum on Kakarot. Yeah, congratulations. Fifty six hours. Hell yeah, you did it. <laughs> Look at you. Oh man! The,
0: is it in game of the year contention? So oh far? god,
1: no! It was. I it was enjoyable though. I like going okay. through and re-experiencing the story. Um, outside of that, I mean, gameplay wise, it's fine. It's it's an action RPG. It's mostly built towards fighting, so it's similar to like those other Dragon Ball games I mentioned here before, right? Uh, the only RPG aspect of it is the side missions, but most of the side missions, as I said before, very uninspiring. It's always usually collect this or go over here and do this, and then come back over here. And most of it's just time consuming. After a while, it just burns into there, and you're like, "This sucks."
0: You did them. You got the platinum. I was whatever. It I was like
1: right fucking there. I was like, <laughs> I was. I would never forget myself if I put in like fifty hours and I didn't finish it. So. Because I wanted to go on to something else. I was like, man, I'm ready to play something else.
0: Okay, at what point did you look at it and like, fuck this game, but then you saw like, all right, you have 13 out of 15 trophies or whatever it is, and you just decided to plug away. And get I was done two.
1: after I beat the story. That was it? Yeah, because I, I went through and I enjoyed it, because I think that was one of the my favorite aspects of the game, was I went through it, and I experienced it, and then I went to work and we kind of, I talked amongst my coworkers about it, and it, like telling them what I played through and all that stuff, and everybody's like, yeah, yeah, and they were all getting excited and out there fucking buying copies of Dragon Ball Z because of it. You had other people playing with yeah, it, at yeah. least. I mean, people were jumping on board after I was explaining, like, how was a... For me, like, some people didn't like it because it doesn't give you the full story on there, but it's a condensed version of it, and I like it a lot, so... Yeah, Reader's Digest. Yeah, so... Uh, it's it's very condensed, but it's it, it does the job right, and it hits all the high notes. There's a couple stuff on there I think they miss from the original show, but mm-hmm. a lot of it... They did it right so cool but yeah i finished it and i was like yeah time to move on to something else so uh i did a pop in um a game called arc of Alchemists. uh what is that it's made by it's published by ideal factory and in america international it's made by uh, compile heart which is a, a contributor of theirs which they're owned by uh, this is the first one that's not uh, from that company that's not a turn-based RPG. So it's uh, like an action RPG, kind of like similar to like a Crystar. Uh, I, I guess I like action RPGs. Yes. Um I don't know if I'll say that. Um, Arc of Alchemist. I started searching
0: for... I want you to know this. I started searching for Arc of Alchemist, and my first result was Arc of the Covenant.
1: Well done. It tried to get us to uh, open it. It should. You should You should be dead now, and I should be looking away. <laughs> um, don't look at it. Yeah. Cover your eyes. Um... Yeah, outside of that, it's, uh, it's it's very different. It's um, it drops you off on the map, and you're like in a world that's like uh, experiencing desert desertification. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like the end of the world. You play this uh, character who she's trying to find like this power that's supposed to save the world, and you're on this team, and you're working for this kingdom, and it doesn't. It's very vague on the story. Um, you're trying to locate something in the desert to save humanity. Um, it's you have a base where this is a very uh economy based type game where everything they expect you to purchase with money so I don't know it's like these kind of quirky titles that I like it's weird for some people that might not get into it but it's very niche and it's something that I can get into the story's not and eh, the story's kind of phoned in there like oh, she she's like it's the end of the world she doesn't have hope for it but she has to have hope so her she can keep her team alive type stuff and this is all happening internally in her head she's not telling anybody about it she's like but I must keep hope I can't let the others find out. I can't let any of them die. You know, I'm watching, uh, the, team.
0: I'm watching the opening
1: video or whatever mm-hmm. it is,
0: and it seems very character based. Yeah,
1: yeah, they got their unique characters on there. Um, so outside of that, you, it's uh, from what I got on there right now is you have uh, two attack buttons. Uh, one is like a melee button, and the other one's kind of like a magic type button, mm-hmm. which uh, I think that character's a magic bullet based one. And there's like maybe seven. Characters in there with uh, unique personalities you can kind of switch between and build teams with and go through. So you're basically just going through this desert area, just attacking enemies and, and gathering um, resources. Um, you, there's no money in the game. Okay. Uh, so you go to your base and you sell those resources to get money. And use that money to expand your base. It's kind of like those type of strategy type games like StarCraft, WarCraft. And, yeah. and the more you expand your base, the more you know resources you can get and you can allocate and other all stuff on there. It's that kind of addictive nature to it. You and uh, I were talking about uh, StarCraft earlier in the yeah. week. So, I'll uh, that that. I, I maybe I got, like, three or four hours into it. So, I'm, I'm kind of going around the desert. And I'm just, you know, just fighting enemies as I come through on there. And they, uh, naturally, I come up to an area where the enemy is, like, I'm not powerful enough. And mm-hmm. I wipe out my whole team. And, you know, it's... Which can get annoying after a while. Because, like, what am I supposed to do next? So, right. Uh. and then there is some... Game design-wise, it's very bare bones. And there is some performance issues which is weird since this game's been delayed a bunch of times you're playing on ps4 yeah yeah i'm not playing the switch one uh i actually imported the ps4 copy from europe because we didn't get the physical copy here i think europe was the only one that got a physical copy so i just okay. got it from amazon uk um and Switch didn't get a physical copy at all it's digital only uh but yeah i mean I'll, I'll keep going on it i think it's less than a, from whatever i run online it's not it's not a long game it's less than 20 hours but i i do like this action rpg type stuff uh I don't know. It, it seems like more of a something that I would probably enjoy. Like if I if I'm watching a basketball game and on my like my tablet, and I just kind of yeah. just have this and playing this in the background. A good sidebar game. Right. Nothing that I'm sitting there like like this is a good palate cleanser. Is what I'm trying to get at. I spent a lot of time on the Dragon Ball Z game. Uh, went through that story, enjoyed it, but now I'm kind of looking for something to clean clean that plat- palate Makes before sense. I play something else. And this this will hit that. It's it's mm-hmm. mostly gameplay versus story. It has a story, but I don't think the story is gonna get. It's very cookie cutter, like oh, uh, you know the world's the world's destroyed. We're never gonna save it. I'm sure they're gonna find the thing that's gonna save the world, and I'm sure it's gonna turn everything around. I could be surprised, and you know, it could be a fucked up ending, but I doubt it. So you never know. Yep. So I did that for about maybe three or four hours this week after I finished the the Dragon Ball game. Uh, and then all of, a, all of a sudden today, you know, I've been, you know, I texted you about wanting to go through fucking. There's some shit that leaked out about the Resident Evil 8. And mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I kind of want to go through all these Resident Evil's again. <laughs> so I fired up Resident Evil 0 again. Um, Seattle. And, it, it, and I looked at my previous save, I think it was 2016. It's mm-hmm. been four years. Damn. It's like January 2016 when I tried to go through it again. You playing this on Cube or uh, a nah. more recent port? Not uh, PS4. PS4. My Cube's backed up. Um, I don't have any of the classic stuff out except for oddly enough I went through this whole thing where I'm buying Wii's again I don't know why but whatever here are you there.
0: finding them somewhere or yeah like, what's your Wii source
1: um, everywhere like eBay Goodwill I think I got the limited edition blue one for like 20 bucks complete in box and I got the limited edition red one like $30 complete in box is the market just low yeah yeah I'm getting them in there now uh, cause there's only so many colored ones so I think I got, I got all of them now so I got black blue red white maybe a, there's a green one out there somewhere that's you talking about like the sky bluish looking one mm-hmm. that one looks really good mm-hmm. i like the way that's the looked. one i just got yeah is it a
0: cube compatible one or is
1: it past the backwards compatible i'll, I'll let you know once it comes in it's it just got shipped back I'm curious it shipped to me yeah i i for whatever reason i was like eh, let me go out there and see how the market the market's cheap so i get them more. it's cheap this is that and this was period. a fully fucking box one too in box yeah on ebay uh goodwill goodwill yeah um, a good source I was hitting them up for PS3s for a while but uh neither here or there um so yeah Resident Evil Zero I, I've maybe put in a couple of hours this morning into it I'm still on the train sequence I decided to just put it on easy instead mm-hmm. of just torturing myself and going through on a normal god you know it's a different game on easy um fucking bullets are falling out the <laughs> everywhere I mean there's like somebody died die in front of me and there's like a box of bullets just fall out of him. I mean, it's, that's how... I was like, oh, okay, yeah. I'm like, I'm going in here shooting every zombie I can and still have bullets left over. I'm like, this is a... This is fucking easy. Okay, I might be able to get through and enjoy the story. Would you recommend playing it that way? Or is it is your story going to go off a, a certain way? I don't know. We'll see. I've never played this one because of the, the most annoying part is the whole uh, partner system where you have to kind of like... Uh, Rebecca gets trapped and I got to go find the size pick and for her to get out of the room. And it's like... I gotta fight this huge scorpion I'm like I'm like and then the, the whole um, thing that pisses me off is that I, I don't have enough inventory space so I'm just dropping shit everywhere I go and I'm gonna have to you know, I have to go back and get the briefcase so I can get the conductor keys in there and I'm inventory like, management yeah there, and there's no fucking um, chest in there for me to start storing shit in there I'm not on the train at least so so far yeah I don't know I mean I know at some point it ends up in the mansion because uh, that's where I think I left off in the 2016 gameplay I think I actually got past the train part which is the prologue and then okay. it ends up in the mansion and I stopped there for whatever reason probably because some other game that came out so I don't know I might go through zero one, one and then go through 2 again before 3 comes out I might might not finally go through Resident Evil 4 for the first time I didn't think about them so. having uh, difficulty settings I probably. Oh, have, I would it, have more fun with. The, it is night and day with easy. It's more enjoyable. I'm not sitting there stressed out about fucking ammo, which usually not, which is cool. I don't know some people dig that because it adds to the difficulty value, but it, it, it sometimes it kills the game for me. I'm like. Eh. I, I think this goes back to when
0: we were younger and we had one game and we wanted to pad yeah. it out and we didn't mind that because we had time to play that one title and that sort of thing. Yeah, I think it ties into that and it's it's fine if if you have the unlimited ammo or whatever capability you have, you know.
1: Yeah. So, I don't know. I find it more enjoyable now and easy, so I might actually go through it this time, cool. you know. Uh
0: I may do the same. This is
1: on my list of shame for years and years and years. Yeah. It, it is fucking nine and day, dude. I'm like I literally like one of my uh, main characters from like the original Bravo star team, like mm-hmm. fucking died and I just went and looked at his body, he's like, Oh, he's holding something, a box of ammo. I'm like, Oh shit, is this is ammo just falling out of people's dead bodies. I'm like, <laughs> it's crazy. So I'm like okay. I'm like I'm sitting here with like hundred and fifty rounds and just keep finding more and more stuff. I have there's so much ammo I can't have enough inventory space That's to awesome. pick it up. So I'm like That's your only limitation. I'm just going around just shooting everything now. I'm like, Yeah <laughs> like uh, so
0: Resident Evil of Gears.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like a, it's like the fucking action game that they turn into with uh Resident Evil Cinco. So <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, I think I might just go through an easy and go through that and go through one. I think because the only time I've eaten one is on the being on the original PlayStation. It was a DualShock version, the Director's Cut DualShock version, mm-hmm. and I think I got through a good bit of it on Deadly Silence on the, the DS. I made mean, I, I think I was playing through the
0: DS one with yeah, you as well, which was surprisingly good. That's my
1: furthest yeah. Resident Evil is the DS version. I, I I still fondly remember that one. I think I got to the cabin towards the end when the mountains when you got out the.
0: Apparently there's some weird music stuff with the dual shock one, or the Director's
1: Cut. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know anything about it. I, I, I don't have enough experience with it to compare the
1: two. I just remember being shocked at how different that game was, because I remember uh, when I got in there, there was, there was different ways you can have characters survive and die, and I think I didn't realize that until the, there was one in there where Rebecca Chambers and one of my gameplays her head got chopped off like by one of those Hunter things. I was like, oh shit! <laughs> And it's like, there's other ways you can get her to survive towards the end. So I was like, that was one of the cool aspects of that game, or how deep that was for what it was at the time. So
0: I looked at playing um, the Wii version of Resident Evil Remake. I think it's like called Archives Edition or something mm-hmm. like that. And oh, also, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. one of those PS3 lots I got also came with um, It's an import. It's like Biohazard Selection or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think it has Resident Evil 0 and Resident Evil 4 for PS3. I know it's Resident Evil Four. It might be, might be Code Veronica or some shit like that. But it's a weird. We'll look at the disc later on. It's a weird, yeah. the weird combo skew thing. You guys want to play cool. some Resident Evil? Because my, I played through Four with a friend of mine when it came out, and it's an awesome, awesome game. Yeah. But I want to experience some of the the early ones too. Yeah, Four. Still, I mean, I can't really season.
1: speak too much on Four. I think I, I I played it. I got to the part where I got past the uh, the late monster, and I got into Ashley. <laughs> That's the part where I stopped because it pissed me off. Was the one where they kept taking Ashley, and I'm just like, "Fuck this game." Where it's like, it got irritating for me. Where I I try to do everything I can to save her, and they grab her, and it just like I would just get close. You know, it's that bullshit in every Mm -hmm. some games where you get just close enough, and they expect you to do it just in time before they take her. And I just didn't do it in time. They kept taking her. I'm like, at this point, I lost interest. So I was like, nah. I'll eventually go through it. Maybe I'll just put on easy and go through it. And I mean, the only one I'm really missing from I haven't beaten is four, six, and um, seven. So. Could we do the
0: controller share thing on 4? I would do that back and forth. That'd be fun, and we could stream it that way. you talking about
1: the share play? Yeah. I mean, I think you can do share play almost in everything oh, now, right? Yeah. We can go back
0: and forth. I think it'd be a lot of fun to play that way and stream it if mm. you want to do 4. I don't mind. Or res- or the first one. It's, it's hard for... We've mentioned streaming on this podcast so many times. It's just hard for us to schedule that and get everything together. We all have professional and personal lives we lead outside of no podcast. Yeah. It. It's kind of hard to get together and do that outside of doing the podcast so I think that'd be a good outlet for us to try
1: yeah let we'll see I'm why down. not I mean yeah, at some point we hopefully we'll be on here on streaming Borderlands for y'all to watch mm-hmm. so we try to get that together
0: too uh, how long to beat sidebar how long to beat says Resident Evil HD remaster is 10 and a half hours it's not long I'm gonna look up Resident Evil 0 I think it's shorter
1: cause I I think it's doable for me to beat zero one, and 2 before 3 comes out so. 0 is
0: 11 and a half hours yeah so they're 20 hours
1: between the two of them.
0: Oh, Resident Evil Zero HD remaster for some reason is 9.5 instead of 11.5 hours.
1: <laughs> I guess people knew it by then. Yeah, they cut a lot of the fluff maybe. Maybe the it's not the fucking load times when you're walking up the stairs and opening doors. is shorter. <laughs> oh... <laughs> Hearing that noise shamb- before There's the shamb- door opens. You know. Whoa. <laughs> that was my favorite that was, that, I was dying laughing on zero some of the because I, I walked into a, a dining car where zombies were just walking towards me and they were on fire. I'm like, how did it's like how did this even happen? And I was like, I just walked in here. What are you supposed to do? I you turn around and run? Well I have uneasy I have infinite ammo basically, so I just shot him in the head. I was you like, were yeah, done yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck you guys. I'm not sitting here like I got three bullets left. Hopefully I hit him in the head. Yeah. <laughs> Pull out the knife. Watch me lose lose half my life. Yeah, trying to use a knife that's all over the place. Usually take controls. (laughs) It's not hitting the zombies. Hitting everything, but. Got when me. you
0: watch people who have learned that yeah. and are whizzes at it, it's amazing to watch, like speed runs and stuff. Because I can't do jack shit.
1: It's like the that had that whole conversation where I know you were trying to go into your deadly premonition gameplay on uh, Xbox, but it's like that fucking tank controls on Xbox killed it for me. I it's like no go. I why I was like, for me, it had to be PS3 or Switch. I'm like, I, I can't. I get it. I, I appreciate that that game came out on an Xbox, and it probably would never came out. You know, if it didn't, right? Because that was a 360 game, true and true, but that fucking tank controls killed it for me man mm-hmm. i would i would buy a fucking ps3 if i didn't have one for 400 just, and to, a get copy that Daily just yeah. to get that upgraded just to get that upgraded fuck that you know i'm not playing tank controls Oh mm-hmm. um, man holy shit but yeah i didn't play much this week um i don't know i just usually when i got home i got into the whole dragon Ball thing and i went through it mm-hmm. and most of it was just going through that story mode which i enjoyed immensely and kind of reliving those moments when i went to work and talking it over with uh uh, the employees, where I got them all fired up, and they're like, "Yeah, I want to kind of play this game," and like, "Yeah, kind of just wanted Some of them were like, "I want to watch the show again," you know, just talking about those good moments on there. And I was like, "It's always fun to have that water cooler game yeah. like that."
0: It's been a uh, Halo Master Chief Collection. has been like that at work since we did the Halo Land party. Mm-hmm. We've been playing on and off here and there.
1: Yeah, outside of that, I mean, I finally got that off my my list. So I'll, I'll probably try to go through this Arc of the Alchemist because I mean, it, I, I did get Pillars of Eternity too, and I kind of want to play that. Uh I'm in this big RPG pick uh kick RPG and visual novel kick right now actually. I've been buying a shit ton of visual novels. But um Is Pillars
0: of Eternity online? Is it multiplayer?
1: I don't know, it could be like my fucking Diablo game that's one player that I bought, in the Viking game. <laughs> you showed me that.
0: You brought I was it super over. excited
1: about it. you like can you're like, can we play co op on it? It's like, Nope, co op of one. That's what you showed me on the back of it. I was like, Great, and you have to have a copy too. I was like, uh <laughs>
0: Online's like one <one-to-one>. to <laughs> one. One to one. Yeah, you're players. like, how's
1: that even possible? It's two to two, remember? <laughs> <laughs> two, two. Yeah, cause it's like, how's that even possible? You have to have two people to do online, apparently. So, I guess that's what it's saying you have to have two people and you can't have more than well, two is people.
0: That, is it Vikings Wolves of Midgard? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Let me see what the description. Oh shows. man, I'm super fucking excited to play that. And you kind of I killed would get it for this. Me. I'm waiting for you to get it. It's like fifteen dollars used. It's <laughs> not multiplayer. It's like it's fuck. Like, you two, have to. Have, <laughs> It's like fucking uh, what we learn in like uh, algebra is like two must equal or not be greater than two on the back on there. I'm like that's how I see it. So they won't even show less you. than. You probably go on uh, YouTube and like prove to us that this is a multiplayer <laughs> game. We don't we don't believe you.
0: Push Square. All right, players. Push Square says
1: players one two online. Yeah.
0: Wolves of Midgard is an action role-playing game stuffed with blood beards and loot. It's immediately com- comparable to other dungeon crawling hack and slashers like Diablo, right down to the near identical radial equipment menu. Viking certainly doesn't shy away from its inspirations but it's so by the numbers you do begin to wonder why you aren't just playing Blizzard's aforementioned masterpiece. I'll still play this. Yeah. Uh, let me wait closer to the end of February if my uh, GameStop if I haven't had to use that $5 mm-hmm. thing for anything I'll hit it up. uh, However as you'd expect co-op play does enhance the experience to a degree joining up with a friend or online stranger. Makes the combat seem that much more dynamic.
1: Online stranger sounds weird. So
0: it just doesn't have couch co-op is what what it's saying. Which is why you want to play these games to start with
1: i don't know man we could do your method and just get two tvs two bands for dude just,
0: that's my dream that's what i love just to do cop,
1: call, catch call up co-op that that's what
0: i love to do yeah bring your playstation one of your playstations
1: over we're gonna go. go buy a 65 inch tv bring it here sure just do that yeah that's fine. yeah let's go then i'll just leave it here that way you get in trouble with your misses again oh god non-stop tvs get
0: rid of some of these tvs no we mentioned moving. She's wanting to find a place for me to have room for CRTs
1: and Halo whenever I want to do it. And yeah, hopefully you get a place where you can just leave the shit up. Maybe just like that would be awesome. Come up with some kind of system where you can just cover it and just remove the covers, and then be like, oh, we're already ready. What's behind that dust cover? Oh, that's Halo Two Land Party to look nice. No, maybe like boxing and shelving, and then you can just pull out the boxing and shelving, and it's like just roll out a cart. I don't know, man. Here's Halo. Maybe figure out something clever with that. I'm sure, I'm sure shit, I can't say it. That was a great Saturday. Mm-hmm. I love love gaming with friends. That was fun. That Thanks way I to guess, everybody who came. I guess the cool thing about that is if you have some set, setup like that, you don't have to worry about sitting there and rebuilding it every time. It'd be easier for you just to wholesome more often. So.
0: Well, yes. But even on top of that, when I discovered the two Xboxes that are defective out mm-hmm. of that box, it's scaring the shit out of me. I'm ready to open those up and clean them out. I'll do and the take the clock capacitors off. Yeah. Yep. And make sure the dust is out and everything. I don't think it's a major... I looked at that one error code and it's the IDE hard drive is. Mm-hmm. That's a, there's a disconnect in there somewhere. I don't know if it's from being upside down for so long or, I mean, sitting Possibly. on its side. Yeah. Okay. We'll figure it out. All right, what other games did you play besides Vikings Wolves of Midgard? That I did not play that we talked <laughs> about playing.
1: Uh, outside of that, that was it this week. It was just those three games. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean,
0: I. I it's I, funny with nothing major coming out. We could be catching up on everything, and we're not. And I'm, I'm I, playing PS2
1: games with my daughters. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm towing away on Tokyo Mirage on my Switch. I mean, I don't know, just right. nothing new to add. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's nothing really big coming out this month, right? It's just mostly seen like a bunch of small titles coming out. So, I mean,
0: my most look forward to title remains uh Bomberman C7 remake. Which I wish they keep pushing back.
1: Yeah. I mean, everything else I was big is kind of pushed back out. My next one was going to be before that was going to be fairy tale, and they pushed it back to June, which I was okay with. Gives yep. me more time to finish the show, that I know the the background story because I think the way that game was, it there it's like kind of like a foretelling of the best moments of the show. So I'm glad I kind of going through the show, so I understand it. I think I would enjoy it anyways because I do like Gus RPGs. Yeah, but I but now you get to appreciate the background and the highlights. Yeah. yeah. But um, and I also think it's good that they got pushed back to June. So I mean, there's believe it or not, there's a lot of games coming out this summer. So I mean, you have what, The uh, Last of Us Two in May, that game for me in June yeah, at I least. I need to beat the first one. before And that. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima, what, sometime in the summer, July maybe, hopefully. So I mean, that July, that whole summer schedule, you know, it's usually bare. we I always kind of complaining, something to be playing, but it seems like this year might be. It's not the year of years we thought was going to be. Kind of like some 2018 the summer of fun, yeah but it seems like this year is going to be a little bit more fuller than it was last year so which is still impressive last year was kind of nice on the double the A front you know
0: Last of Us 2 is May 29th yeah I need to beat the first one 10 hours don't be crazy don't be crazy it's good oh, I the game is so fucking good once I got hours. that point
1: I gotta just push through it like you said Danny. it's it's just that beginning part once you get to that thing everything starts clicking and then the story takes clicking. off it's
0: like oof I got that reference
1: clicking
0: yeah. well done
1: but it's I wouldn't mind going through it again. I, I think I, it's funny that somebody on the Reddit and the PlayStation Reddit was posting and they're like, I figured it'd be the first time I get in there and it's like somebody was jealous because they're like this lucky bastard doesn't have to wait seven years for the sequel. You just gotta wait a yeah. couple more months yeah That's, uh, that'll be me yeah. if I play it
0: uh Animal Crossing's coming up in March Doom is in mm-hmm. March. Those are your heavy hitters next month.
1: Those are the ones I'll probably be deep into. I'm actually kind of excited about uh, Animal Crossing. I got Me too, a, for some reason. got a co-worker at work. She bought a, a Switch just for Animal Crossing. Good deal. i was super excited about it. I was like... Did she get the Animal Crossing bundle? She did not. I, I mean, not very, the, bundle um, the platform. very pissed when I showed her to her. She's like, ah, oh,
0: I should have waited. Could have got that. Yeah. Well, she's already got the console. so And if she goes digital, like it's live now. to pre-purchase and pre-load. Mm-hmm. Like, you can already have it ready to go.
1: Why torture yourself in the next... <laughs> Just Forty-five at, days. Just look at that icon, and it mm-hmm. won't actually load. Like it'll tell you, like, "Let me check the internet and see if you can play this title." Yet, yeah, no.
0: Yeah. Searching. Nightmare. Activation ID. Oh god. <laughs> fucking PSO Online. Damn you. It's we had idea. such high hopes, man. You and I were a gunk. I mean, we were sitting down day one for an Xbox beta. We haven't done
1: that since like fucking PUBG or something. Fucking like fucking alpha. Dude. This when we play with an alpha, not even a damn beta. Yeah, People are like, I remember yeah. so beta I'm like, no, this is a fucking it's like a pre alpha. That's like, beta's able, like, well, at least we can get in there. I understand there's shit happens, but at least we can get fucking get into something in a beta. So that was like disappointing because I went in there. The first ship was a full. They had like eight other ships, but they were offline. I'm like,
0: as I was reading about you complaining about the first one that said full, that I looked at, I was like, fuck this game. I hit back, it backed out, and there was a second one that said vacant or something like that. And I tried to get on that one. and fucking time down yeah. now on so they've got their opening day woes
1: yeah I mean it's part of it I just I don't know I, I, it wasn't what I thought it was going to be I figured it would be a little, little put together but um, it, I'm kind of
0: wired I might fire it up and just see I don't know I, I, I might I, fucking go to bed <laughs> or see if that fight that fight will be only in 30 minutes yeah uh, on the anime front, I don't want to derail too far, but I, uh, a friend of the show, Joel, was on like episode 600-something of One Piece mm-hmm. and gave up. He's like, I'm done. He's like, I just don't care anymore. <laughs> so I recommended Demon Slayer. He's going to start Demon Slayer. Yes. I think he watched the first episode. He's like, the dialogue's kind of strange. I'm like, the f- The first episode throws a lot at you. you. You learn this world. You learn about the creatures. There's... It's bloody. There's a awful you, disaster. You don't
1: know what to expect, yeah. And, and I mean, yeah. doesn't really take off until I think episode five. It takes a, it takes a minute to get into. I,
0: I want to say one was good. I watched it. I was like, okay, I'm, I, I like this premise. The it, it you have to sink in on the premise, and then mm-hmm. I think it was either the second or third episode. I was like, yeah, I'm I'm down. I want to see where the watercolor uh, animation that was in the the opening title uh, flash and all mm-hmm. that. I want to see where that kicked in. So. That was the investment for me. I gotta go back to that and finish that one too. Demon Slayer is
1: top tier stuff. Oh man, I still think about it. there's still moments in that show I still think about. It. I'm looking forward to that movie coming out this summer, so
0: There's only two seasons of Demon Slayer,
1: right? You're I caught up one. You're caught up on everything? There's only one season, okay. Yeah, it's only twenty six episodes. Uh they're taking an extended break. Um, they're not gonna milk it like the other shows that we used to love and do fillers in between.
0: <laughs> that we used to love. Yeah. We loved them until they put the fillers in
1: until they made it into a fucking goatee song um
0: all right good sir i think i'm all said you got anything else you want to add
1: no nothing much i mean i guess i can't think of anything else that's coming out this month it's like what is the fucking that to the fucking that bare bones i say that and then i go look at like what what was coming through we for always me. do this it's like it's just madness yeah fuck it let's not do it
0: i'm looking it up we got to we got time if you have time yeah why not in the meantime, you can find this podcast on iTunes. Spotify. Google Play Store. Can't do two things at once.
1: <laughs> Overcast. SoundCloud. Stitcher. That's all. That's it?
0: Yep. And iHeartRadio. I just found that out.
1: And anything, where an RSS feed is, you tell us. Right in. We'll give you a t-shirt. <laughs> a t-shirt <laughs> of acknowledgement. Yeah.
0: Oh, you know what I'm actually thinking about popping in? Uh, Metal Wolf Chaos. I played that demo on the original Xbox. That game was good as fuck. I was enjoying it. I'm kind of craving that uh, just a, a mad mech game like that, you know?
1: Yeah, like the uh, a game from that timeline, that mm-hmm. time period. Mm-hmm. Alright, your February games,
0: Dawn of Fear, Dark Crystal Tactics, Life is Strange 2, Collector's Edition. The
1: adults-only version of Tennis 2. <laughs> <laughs> you see it, right?
0: <laughs> holy shit I knew exactly what you were talking about yeah. when you said adults only tennis <laughs> instead of the Australian Open <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> they said it's good holy shit oh god there's some Battlefield content <laughs> Battlefield 5 For Honor Wargroove, Double Trouble uh, oh all those Yakuza, uh, Yakuza games that yeah come that comes out, out Tuesday man. Dreams, Metro Exodus for PC Darksiders Genesis uh, the Bayonetta and Vanquish collection Devil May Cry 3 special edition for Switch
1: Yep, the you yep, your Mega Man Zero uh, ZX legacy collection I'm looking forward to that I was going to
0: say did that get delayed or that is the delayed date
1: that's the new date it was supposed to be the end of January it's going
0: to be a good collection and Samurai Showdown for Switch.
1: God, I mean, I fucking pre-ordered Rom- Romance of the Three Kingdoms 14 and it's like, I'm in a fucking mood for that for whatever reason.
0: <laughs> Have you played 1 through 13 to catch up?
1: Yeah, I got the lore <laughs> down, so. I'm trying to unite China and I think that's still on there in the 14th time. What me doing that? I don't know. I'm, oh God, I don't know why I want to play but I do. I don't know if this is
0: right. MLB The Show is March 13th. I thought we got it closer to the start of the season. No, cause... I
1: think they uh, announced it was coming early this wow. year. Wow. Yeah.
0: Uh, Outer Worlds for Switch, which just got delayed, is in March. Animal Crossing: Control of DLC, Doom 64, which is an important piece of history. Mm-hmm. Half-Life: Alex is in March. You gonna have your VR headset by Half-Life: Alex? Do you think? Maybe. You go for it. Are you gonna wait?
1: I don't know.
0: See what the uh, the previews lead up to. Uh, We're also on social media, on Twitter and Instagram is NoFodcast. Search for us there. You can interact with us. Uh, Shoot us an email, nofodcast at gmail.com. Any comments, questions, corrections, concerns, reviews, anything you want us us to read on the show. You good, sir? We're going to call this?
1: Yeah. I think we're going to stick a fork in this one. We're done. Yeah.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us for episode 102. We will see you next week for... The one hundred and third iteration of the No Podcast,
1: and then we'll silently gonna count down until May, so we can all play our copy of Fast and the Furious: Crossroads versus Last of Us Part Two, which comes out the day
0: afterwards. <laughs> uh, thank you again for listening <laughs> to this podcast. Uh, we'll catch you next week. Bye. <laughs> rolling. You hear it real good too, don't you? I wonder if we can cut that down at all. I guess it's going to happen when it's 37 degrees outside. Now it's off.